Welcome to the episode. I'm Lunchy. I'm Pabs. I'm Carlos. And today, T.H.O. are in the tiny house. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to begin. Welcome aboard. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard. Welcome, welcome. Perhaps. I, I kind of feel like we are on a boat right now. Like, welcome aboard, you know? Like, it does. <laughs> it, it, it does. It does sway in the wind quite a bit. So. <laughs> My first impression was like um, a pod on yeah. Mars. Oh, wow. I like to imagine the atmosphere outside of this vessel is non breathable. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> little adventure in Dude, the tiny Dude, you totally home. missed my cue. <laughs> I did say Pabs. Yeah. And I didn't get a response. Oh. LB, what is that? <laughs> oh, phew. Better, better. Um, the I missed it as well, the world has completely turned on its axis. You are on the left, I am on the right, but to our centre. Yes, as per normal, is our guest. Our guest, Mr. Carlos. Carlos, welcome. Donkeys. Welcome How are we all? aboard. Second, Mate, you. second we, time on the pod. Second time, lucky yep. number two. But um, this is an interesting episode. Come right? back for more. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, we are not in our usual home. Yes. We are, we're abroad. We're abroad. We're at Exploring. your residence. Which is the basis for today's show, Carlos. So I should be welcoming you, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Throw a welcome aboard our way. That would be... Uh, this This is going to mess with me, Pabs. Did you notice at all that we're on the wrong sides? Oh, a little bit. This feels weird. Oh, I forgot my hat. So my hair's to... all not did. The universe is speaking, folks. So for those of you who are listening rather than watching, Pablo and I have very set positions. And my autism is not dealing <laughs> with this very well at all. Uh, no, look, man, Pabs, where are we at? All right, we are at Carlos's home. Mm. He's invited us to uh, check out where he lives because mm. he has quite an unusual living arrangement, right? He lives in a caravan. Yes. Um, on a block of land in, in an acreage. Um, and, you know, there's a, there's beautiful lush lawn all around this place where we'll flip to some um, drone footage that I got just when we arrived here um, it's gorgeous it's a gorgeous gorgeous place more, very fortunate to be here more, more caravan of the rich and famous than caravan of courage or, or, <laughs> or like 8 mile it is would I have mean, you fucking believe a caravan looks like, like we, this we is call a it a caravan, caravan. It's, it, it's, it feels more like what a Winnebago like yeah. you know full on trumped out caravan should look like yes you know? yes yes i mean yes. we're sitting on one of two of the lounges on this caravan and the three of us big lads are quite comfortable are quite <laughs> comfortable yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny man i lived in a caravan for a while yeah oh did you one like this. I didn't know that. No. <laughs> uh, so, so I lived in a um, like more of a mobile home park. More like that the had eight a mile caravan thing. that yeah, more eight mile than this, uh, <laughs> and it it was sort of a caravan with an annex. It was quite large as wow. well, um, but there was a definite um, difference in the two places. Definite ghetto ness. Yeah, 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 I can see. I can see how you might be comfortable here. You know. Um, straight it's off nice. the bat, the furnishings are all nice. nice. It's very straightforward. Like front, it's a shotgun style 
sort of thing here. You got um, a nice. Well, we'll go through the tour. Yeah, right? no, mm. we'll, we'll pan as we're talking here. We'll we'll just um, go to some B-roll around the around the um, around the uh, trailer here. But um, Carlos, tell us a little bit. What is this? What what is this? I mean, this is a huge. Caravan. So basically, it's a, a two thousand eight model, uh-huh. uh, King of the Road, yep. uh, fifth wheeler. Mm-hmm. Fifth wheeler. Yep. Why do they call it a fifth wheeler? Because you've got four wheels. Yes. So it's a dual axle with sure. four wheels. Sure, sure. And then you've got the turning wheel at the front. Right. Right. Which is right. a makes it a fifth wheeler. It's like a, it's like a semi trailer. Yep. Yeah. It's like a semi trailer with a caravan in it. Same okay. concept. Right. Same concept. Semi trailer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. So, and then and then you've got these slide outs, right? So like this van i mean normally you'll have one or two slide outs right this van has four mm. slide outs so it's more akin yeah. to like a, a one bedroom apartment yes than it is a caravan right yeah yeah, yeah that's probably pretty accurate yeah a small studio Carlos, you've also modified a few things externally you put a um a, a big uh, veranda yep Yep, and you you knocked that up in one afternoon. <laughs> Smashed it up. The, the builder would probably shake his head at it, but it does the does the job. And it hasn't collapsed yet. It's designed to be able to be put onto the back of a trailer, basically, and moved. Right? The, yeah. The, it the, can the, be slid on. It can be slid onto in one a trailer. Piece. It, would, yeah. it would be a wide load though. Yeah. Right. Right. So they'd have to wide load it, but it can be moved in one piece. Yeah. But you could pull we're, it apart. As we're well. talking about the veranda here. So again, yeah. some B-roll of that. But um, it's quite a quite an engineering feat. It's it's not sitting on any footings or anything. You literally just um, put some timber pads down, and you know, and it hasn't moved, right? It hasn't budged. It hasn't yeah. budged. How long have you been here? About a year and six months now. Yeah, yeah right, right. Close right. to six months. Extreme engineering. <laughs> 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 um, so Carlos, how how did you um, how did you come to live here? What what's the story behind this place? Because, you know, I, I don't think people, you know, imagine in their life that they'll be living in a caravan on, in the middle of a paddock, you know. How, how did you Or a caravan in general. Let's explore that just a little bit further, sure, sure, right? Sure, like, sure, I yeah. don't know, that, mm. like, how many people it's in their game plan. They're like, okay, I'm going to live in a caravan. Yeah. You know, that calls well, for a special set of circumstances usually. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. How many people out there would, would have an interest in tiny homes? Uh, I, I had a pretty big interest in them. I, I did a bit of research uh, into all the different types of t- tiny homes, and, and, and I found it very intriguing the whole concept of you know living with less, basically, and um, you know appreciating the the land where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I found myself in a position where you know I had to move out in a hurry. I had one month to get out of the house that I was in. Mm-hmm. And my my brother uh, suggested getting a, a caravan. So mm, Smart fella. Yeah, genius. <laughs> <laughs> That's right me, on. Carlos is my brother, just oh, yeah. so you know. <laughs> dang, dang, dang! <laughs> I don't have my soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, that is quite a statement in itself if you consider what a home is like if you were living in a big home and somebody said okay time to trim the fat we need to get rid of anything here 
that is not essential. Yes. Right? I mean, uh, anything that isn't essential is a distraction, right? And so, like, what you said is the land that you're living on is quite beautiful. It forces you to take into account the things that aren't at your disposal here, right? Which is a positive thing. It forces you to, to take, take in your surroundings. Mm. Where you're located becomes a hell of a lot more important. Um, what an interesting observation. No, sorry. I just it, it, well, it was yeah. quite a job, yeah, because um, as you can imagine, I was living in a house yeah. that was fully furnished. Yeah. Um, and basically what I didn't sell went straight to the tip. I, I gave some stuff away, but I, I, I did countless trips to the tip. And I, I will say, the house that you were living in prior to this was a big place. Mm. Yeah, big house. I mean, fully furnished. Fully furnished, big house with a massive shed. And, yeah, and, the shed and, was chock-a-block. And it was chock-a-block. Mm. Like, if to, to actually cull this down to a, a manageable level to move here. Now, Carla, since you've moved in, you've, you've, got, some, you've got a shipping container out there. You know, you've That's got, my shed. You've got some facilities around to store extra stuff, but when you first arrived, you had nothing, right? Mm. So, like, yeah, you you literally had to compress everything to be able to fit into this place. Yeah, I had a few boxes. Yeah, it was. I, I came here with very very small amount of stuff, which leads us directly to how the hell did you get this thing? <laughs> right? Like, because this isn't something you just nip down to well, coals for. You know what I mean? You don't duck out and there. go, you know, I'm in the market for a caravan. Let me just check, you know. Well, the, so the, the, the first thing I'd like to say to that is I think that a fifth wheeler is a fantastic alternative to a tiny home. Mm. Um, you know, it, it, it kind of takes the no- a little bit of the novelty away from it. Um, but you know, building a kitchen from scratch or a toilet or, or a living room, you know, it, it, it can be done and it, and it may be cheaper, but this, this is a great, the foundations of this place yeah. is, is fantastic. Like the, and the factory that built this place is, is geared up to, you know, produce all of the fittings and fixtures that are here. And if you look around, I mean, it's plush. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, plush. It's beautiful. If you were to do this yourself, <clears throat> I don't think you would end up with a, a, as good a you know, polished product, nah. right? No. Yeah, no. There's no way. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, the, the, um, the story of getting this place. Well, um, it's quite a long story, actually. <laughs> so, I, I started looking. My budget was 50000 and I was looking everywhere. I wanted to spend under 50000 actually. And um, one of the things I had to do was sell a boat that I had. And I, I had a buyer lined up, but he was in Adelaide. And and you're on the central coast at this point. Yeah. So South Australia, yes, New South Wales. That. Right? There's, there's, <laughs> so, there's a distance between yeah. those two. Quite a distance. We're talking about a, I can't remember exactly, but it was like a 19-hour drive there. Yeah. So we're talking some serious driving. Um, so you found a buyer for this boat and you thought, well, I'm going to use the proceeds yeah. to then flip that and turn it into a dwelling. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. Nice. Because we, we should mention that um, you have a full-time job, Carlos, right? Mm. Um, you're, you're a truck driver. You drive for a living, right? But on top of that, you, you flip boats. 
I buy and sell boats. Yeah, yeah you buy and sell boats. So someone someone uh, wants to sell a boat, you go negotiate with them, you buy it for a better price than what you can on sell it for, and you make some profit out of that. Exactly. Right. That's right. Um, and this is interesting because that just that little arrangement there, which is part of your daily life, you know actually came to your service when it came to negotiating a price for your caravan right but so you've got this boat to deliver to adelaide right you you're going to go the journey yourself right by yourself you're going to go yeah by myself tell us your original plan just walk us through very quickly what my my original plan which was was actually the plan i was going with right was hook up the boat and Head down Adelaide. <laughs> on like a Friday Arvo or something? So like, like, I can't yeah, remember, what what day. Day. I remember what day, but there I was with this boat hooked on when I get a phone call from my brother. That's tells <laughs> up me putting my hand up for our uh, auditory and listeners. He goes, Carlos, I've had some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an idea. <laughs> I'm going to come with you. I love those phone calls, right? They're, they're so inspiring. So before I gave Pablo a chance to sober up, I drove straight to his house. <laughs> and picked him up. And he jumped in my car and off we went to Adelaide together. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. recall what you were thinking, Pabs? Like, was there some... some... I, I sort of... I, I actually had the, the, the gut feeling that, that I should go. That, that was that's all you knew that's all I knew I said I just you know and and as Carlos said I had partaken of some psychedelics <laughs> and um, I, I just I very very small amount by the way sure, like, sure, sure, sure. almost subperceptible amount but just enough to say you need to do this you you need to go I've you got to go, to go to South Australia to sell a boat and pick up a caravan potentially not necessarily that you've got to go with your brother okay do you know right. what I mean like yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, there was you a direction to accompany your brother to Adelaide that that's what that's what the message was that's what the mushrooms told you yeah yeah okay so Carlos picks me up and we and we take off how did you hang on no how did you sell this to your wife because like that's that's <laughs> that's a two-day three-day trip yeah, well, it, it should have been a three-day trip. We did it in two days. Okay. Right? Um, but um, I just <laughs> told like her I'm going. like I didn't ask. No, just, I, oh. I just told her I'm going. Okay. I'm, I'm, right going, I'm going to Adelaide. It was quite <laughs> Go on. Um, yeah, so Carlos picks me up and we're, we're out. We're out. We're out. And um, the reason this yeah, is relevant, right, is because... This was the this was during the time that you were trying to find a, a, a caravan, right? Yeah. And you know, Carlos, correct me if I'm wrong here, but we we were heading to Adelaide to drop this boat off, and you kept getting inquiries on the boat that we were towing. Yes, I, I may have sold the boat to Adelaide. Cheap, yeah. But it is what it is. Um, in the end, I probably could have got someone to come pick the boat up. It would have been a lot it easier. It is what it is. <laughs> no big deal. But it wouldn't have unfolded the way that it but that's did, right? right? Yeah, because took we, a course of we, had a, we had a plan B. We got it. That's right. If if we we could easily have diverted to Melbourne yeah. and sold the same boat for more money to a buyer there, to another buyer, yeah. And then there was also a caravan in Melbourne as well that that you that we were trying to negotiate to go and have a look at and, but and purchase. The, the guy in Adelaide had already paid a two thousand dollar deposit. Yeah, it would have been so tough. He he had 
committed to us. Yeah. We were going to commit to him. Yeah. But if he didn't come through with the deal, our plan B was to go to Melbourne and sell yes. it to the guy in Melbourne. Yes. Yes. And have a look at a fifth wheeler that was in Melbourne. Well, another one. That's right. Which was actually really cheap. So yeah. I was trying to negotiate with them uh, as well on, on, on the on the trip. You know, being public kept switching uh, driver seats. So, but also we we got a good amount of time to thrash out all, all of, of the, the options, options mm. that were on the table. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. During that trip, we literally went from the top to the bottom of all availabilities. We had already been to Maitland to inspect this thing. That, that's something that we should mention. That we'd right. already at this point we'd seen this van already. We had already. Seen we knew this what van. to expect with this van. Yeah, the yeah. owner wanted an amount of money for it, but it was, you know, you were hesitant to pay the amount of money that he wanted for it. Well, what right. what's interesting is, um, I wasn't even considering this van. I I had seen it advertised, but I wasn't considering it. Pablo sent me the message. Uh, with this caravan. Uh, and I said to Pablo that that's too much because they wanted 65 way over my budget. Mm. Um, and Pablo said, this is what you do, Carlos. You negotiate. So I thought, all right. So that 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 was how all that panned out. I, I, I went into it in detail after that. We went to have a look at it. Then uh, I think on the spot, I think I got him down to 50 grand on the, on the spot. Yeah. But... It was still. Then it got. It all got a little bit interesting because there was also a, a truck involved. Uh, yeah, a tow vehicle. Yeah, a tow vehicle, and yeah. he wanted. I think he said in the end that we could have the the truck with the caravan for like eighty grand or something. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was a lot of money. It was, it was a lot, lot of money. Yeah, so we were like eighty grand at this stage. Yeah. Then we then we went on the road trip to Adelaide. All right. So you get to the the buyer of the boat. Yep. Right. He, he loves the boat. He loves yeah. it. Pays he was it. a top bloke. He too. was actually a really nice and guy. Mate, that house. Shout out to the boat buyer. Yeah, that house he lived in, man. He he made the if if we creme were in hurry. De la creme of um of of man caves. Oh yeah. Like if, if dude, we weren't in a hurry, I'm talking. We could have spent machines. a whole week there, literally. Yeah. yeah. We and he was happy to have us. That was yeah. his. Art. The first he was, thing he asked he was, us is, "Do you want a beer?" When, yeah. we, when we showed yeah, up, yeah, he's yeah. shoving beers in our face. Literally. Nice. He was expecting us to stick around. Yeah, and and unfortunately we didn't. It, it no, would have been interesting. Go. We had to, to go. see what, what could have uh, happened. I see an episode in that man caves. <laughs> oh my god! This Surely thing people is, have got yeah. man caves. If you do, flick us an email. Hello out. at thehumanobserver.com. This, this, this block of land, bro. Like he had the he had the the, the man cave, which was like the size of a normal house. <laughs> nice. <right? laughs> yeah, and yeah, then there was like. Cave? 300 meters, not that long, about 100 meters, I'm not kidding, about 100 meters to where the pool was. Wow. Like this house was... I would call it, it a was pub. property. I yeah. would call it a pub at home, Yeah, literally. Nice. It was yeah. like the same setting as a pub at yeah. home. Did he have yeah. beer taps? Arcade machines. I think <laughs> Probably he would, I did. Think he had beer Wouldn't taps. surprise me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. A full bar set up, music, fucking disco ball. like Really nice wooden everything. tables and chairs. Oh. Yeah, oh, really? beautiful, yeah, yeah. And, and lots of them, not just uh, one. Know, it's weird. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, it's cool to yeah. relive these things, you know. But we took off, right? We're off. We're back on the road home, reflecting. Okay, there's no point going to Melbourne because that's quite a, a long trip. And I yeah. think at that stage they'd got back to us and declined our offer anyway. Well, there was something we found out about that one in Melbourne that, that turned us off it. 
Something like, happened. Yeah. Someone did an inspection on it and they turned it. They turned it down. Yeah. The so, deal was falling through basically. Yeah. And, 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 and we, we weren't going that way anymore. Yeah. We. So we just canned that one. That's right. Yeah. Oh, it was the delivery cost. Ah, uh, that's right. It was too expensive to get, to, get it, to get it delivered. You have to get a prime mover to move these things. Yeah. You know. Um, mm. So, on the way back, um, we started really nutting out this van, talking about it, thrashing it out, seeing you know at what price do you think it's actually worth purchasing. We we started seeing value in it. Yeah. And and it, and it, I mean when 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 you see the videos of it like you can yeah. you can it has a very homey feel yeah um you know you're not really sacrificing a lot living here yeah and we're know? going to get into what it's like living here as well that's so. right and i'm thinking I'm, I'm going to live in this thing for a long period of time so so i think i think when we got to the border i remember crossing the border at this stage and i was sucking myself up and i think i'm going to ring this guy up i'm going to talk him down to 60 grand for the truck and the, the and the, and, and, and the, and the, the the trailer yeah the trailer home yeah and I ring this guy up the phone's ringing I'm talking to him I do my magic and by some miracle he accepts my offer ah. <laughs> accepts my offer down from eighty yeah to sixty to sixty for a trailer that he originally wanted sixty five oh, ninety five down from ninety five thousand actually because he wanted sixty five for the this yes. and he wanted thirty five for the truck. And you got him so down to sixty. That's a hundred, thirty thousand. And it was forty. So it was too much. It was too down. much. What what he wanted, right? And that's so the reason. Time. So you this think thing, this <laughs> thing had been for sale for like four or five years? Right. You right, know, right, we, right. Yeah, we, but, no, but we he, found evidence online yeah. of like a listing from you know where but, he wanted actually like one hundred and forty. Yeah, or something. that's that sure, was sure, the problem. Sure, sure. Is that yeah. He wanted too much originally. He wanted one hundred and forty thousand for the tr- for the, the whole package. So people okay. just weren't interested at, so at that you, price. So you crack him at sixty. So we get him down to sixty. Right? <laughs> it's a done deal. Then I'm trying to organise the money because I, I didn't actually have the money at this stage. So I'm on the phone to Commonwealth Bank trying to trying to get the money that I need. Um, by the by the time I got home, woke up the next day. Somehow I had already pulled the loan off. So <laughs> the Commonwealth Bank had put the money in my account. Everything was done. Um, I head straight back. I, I I didn't sleep through this whole period. So you it's like a, it's to... like a four day period where I did not sleep at all. Wow. Then I, I I asked my mate to drive me up there to 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 pick this thing up. I get there, and <laughs> I ended up talking him down even further. Really? Yeah, I ended up talking him down even further. It, it's it's actually starting to sound a little unbelievable now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, okay. some people so, this story well, might sound when, ridiculous. When, when Carlos called me and he said, "I got it for," now correct me if I'm wrong, Carlos, <laughs> but it's forty, forty-five, forty-five thousand. I got it for forty-five thousand. What? Forty-five. The whole package, the the truck and the the van and the truck. Which, this guy which, just wants you. rid of you. At this <laughs> <point>. <laughs> you. Right? Like, no. Well, the lady uh, actually cried. She actually cried on, on the exchange. But it, so it's, it, it was at, a, the, at, it was at a, the daylight robbery that was occurring or the well, fact that they wanted rid of this? They, in the end, the end result was fantastic. Everyone was happy. Everyone had won. They got rid of an absolute nightmare that, that they were experiencing. Yeah, and you got to think, they've been trying to sell this thing for years. Yes. So why isn't it selling? They're it just, just listing so happened, it too high? Too high. 
too high. It just so right. happened to the, the, the stage I got there. Well, it actually, it turned out that they weren't telling me everything, which I found out at the end. Okay, so there's yeah, some, so there's there was, some there was holes. Some, there were some holes, yeah, absolutely. Um, like, for example, there was a, a leak. A water leak. Uh, up at this section here, yeah. right, right. which I had actually found in front of them. Um, and I, I actually, on purpose, punched a, through, a few holes through it with my finger. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make it sound worse than it, than it was, but sure. it, 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 a leak is not good. No. A leak that they were aware of that they did not tell me. Yeah, yeah uh, okay. So, so you know, this this good. is the way the game is played. You know, and this is why I like to negotiate is because it doesn't always necessarily mean they're being honest with you. The other issue was that they didn't tell me was that the gearbox and the truck had oh, some issues. The clutch. Now it turned out to be a very simple, cheap issue to fix. But they obviously didn't tell me about that. Right. And it was a problem that was very obvious. Right. Um, which is fine. I'm not, I'm not complaining, you know. I got an absolute bargain. I actually sold the truck for 26000 Yeah, right. Um, so this yeah. thing today has cost me $19,500. Yeah, right. Okay. And that's insane. $19,000, sorry. $19,000, yes. So... So that's that's a pittance, that's right? right? That's that. I mean, that's ultra cheap. If you put this on the market for twenty thousand today, you'd have people literally knocking your door down to get it. How much? For twenty grand, I mean, like what you oh, what yeah. it's cost you. you well, know? well, actually, after the whole virus thing, uh, the, the the prices of these have gone up, and and without any word of a lie, I could probably get about sixty grand for this today. Yeah, yeah right. today. Yeah. So it was oh. a fantastic win. That's awesome, Carlos. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah, it was a, Okay, it was so a, now <laughs> the interesting part of that story that uh, I guess you guys have neglected to mention with Pabs's uh, drug-fueled road trip, <laughs> uh, his, his higher calling, if you will, from the mushrooms. Pabs, you got flashbacks as to yeah. why it was so poignant for you to be present on that journey. Yeah, so I mentioned this before the episode and... Um, I had completely forgotten about this. Um, about very interesting. About two or three weeks after we went, um, I had a I had a revelation. I literally had a vision, right? And if I hadn't have gone with Carlos, he would have got into a car crash, a very very serious car crash. Right. Yeah. So you had this vision on on the mushrooms? No. No, no. Did you have the realization at all? Um, I, I just had a, I just had a realization that dawned on me. You know, like it post was or pre-event. Post, like this was two or three yeah, weeks right. afterwards. Okay. So you know, I thought it was on a trip. What? Well, I don't know. It was on a trip. I don't no. know. I, I, to be honest with you, I'm not. I'm not certain. Uh, it it might just, have been. however, it, it came been. clear. It came clear yeah. to you that there was going to be an issue if Carlos hadn't have, if he had gone alone. If he had gone there alone, there would have been a very serious accident. He would have been in a very serious accident. I, I, hmm. I know that, and it, there's no way that I can tell you how I know that, but I know it. I know it. I know it in my bones. <laughs> you know. And I know exactly where it would have happened. I got this vision. I saw it. I knew exactly. And because we took the trip, right, I, I, I can visualize exactly where it was going to happen. Huh. You know? Well, I'm glad that you both went there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think it turned right, out. It turned out well for everybody. Yeah. 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 Right? Okay. Yeah. So this is, this is the story of how you came across your tiny house. Yep. 
Very yeah. good. All right. So now, now, okay, we know a little bit more about it. Living here. <clears throat> Yeah, and, and you have I, to I live just, here. This I is... might just end that just by saying that you know, um, not everyone will be able to get a, 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 a fifth wheel like this at that price. But just remember, you know, hopefully you have time on your side, and, and you'll be able to continue looking until you find a reasonably priced fifth wheeler. And if mm. you can't, just fucking poke holes in the downpipe because that'll <laughs> get you a good full twenty k discount, <laughs> apparently. All right. <laughs> No, so like I mean, look, the reality comes. It comes to reality. Then you've got your, you've got your fifth wheeler. Yep. You've got yourself a bit of property that you can actually put it on. What's involved then? Like the the setup. That's that was the just just buying it was the the, the first start Hurdle. actually. Yeah. So I drove, I drove the van uh, home. Mm. At that point, I was still living there at this stage. Then. I finished up the pack up at my house. Yep. Handed the keys in. Yes. Drove the truck here to the location where it is now. Yes. Then I jumped in my car and drove to my mate's house where we stayed the night and then we went on holidays for a week uh, to go on a wedding. Right. So the whole week where I was on holidays in Fiji, uh, all I could think about was (laughs) the, the massive feet that I had to defeat when I get back. Right. <laughs> um, what what sort of things were you checking off in your brain at that point? Well, I had no water. I had no electricity. Yes. Um, it was it was you, a very you daunting feeling. You literally had a feeling. shell and a roof. Like it was a that. very daunting feeling, especially out of coming out of a house that yeah. was fully set to live in. Uh, you know, so it was a very daunting feeling knowing that when I got back from that holiday, I mean, you know, that, you, that my entire world had been flipped upside you, down. You moved yeah. to a, you moved to a new house, and you have to connect the electricity and the internet, and the you know get get as your, your as, services sorted. As out, far right? as a phone call, a goes, phone call, you yeah. don't have to <laughs> literally go and connect it yourself, right? Like, so tell yeah. us about that process quickly. So Carlos. yeah, so so basically, so uh, we you get back you're from Fiji. Yep. Um, pretty sure the first night I slept in it there was no power at all so the only power I had was on my phone I just get this vision of you just laying there all night rubbing your chin (laughs) (laughs) there were many 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 what have I done moments many in the beginning (laughs) Um, and uh, so yeah step number one if I can remember this correctly it was levelling so step number one was levelling Right. Step number two was electricity. Right. Step number three was water. Step number four was uh, the balcony. Uh, and then everything in between those three things. So the water and the, the, the electricity, we, we buried a little trench. So we buried the, 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 the pipe. Yep. So it's not visible um, until it comes out of the wall here. And... Um, uh, yeah, we just we, we had a lot of issues uh, setting the whole thing up. Um, How long did that process take to get you? So to I was I was that? probably ninety percent set up in the first probably two weeks. Right. I so would up say. until that Maybe point, you're kind of like tops. well, not really roughing it, but you're, you're making do without those things. That's right. Right. That's right. So the, the the water was probably the most stressful thing. Running out of not having water. Uh, I was having showers at work. 
Uh, it was a very uncomfortable period of time, period of time not, yeah. not having water. So what was the um, very first thing you connected out of the water and the power? Which came first? So I think I, I think we I think I connected the electricity. And that was like first. a well, well see the thing is right, right is the electricity was just a cable from the main house to here. So that that was pretty easy. We just connected it up. Mm-hmm. Then we then I did the water and then once I had done the water, that's when I'd done a dug a trench. Mm. And buried both of the, the the water with the electricity down after after I'd done that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep, 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 yep. So and that feeling of like, oh shit, I'm connected. That must have been the big. What an incredible, of... what an incredible <laughs> feeling. Oh, and the internet. The, 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 sorry, the internet was. We ran a cable through with the internet as well. So it was ah. those three things are, are underground now, uh, and connected to the caravan. So. Um, that yeah, was a good feeling. It was a, it's a, it's a fantastic feeling. Like that, it, it, as as horrible as it all uh, was feeling at the time. Every time that we achieved, every time that that an, a new achievement had, had been reached and accomplished, it was a an incredible sense of of achievement. Yeah. yeah every single time uh, that that one of these things were crossed. Now, what after these after these achievements have been done. That wasn't the end of the problems. There, there were many problems that followed after that. So, uh, yeah, teething problems like many teething problems. Yeah, yeah. Power, um, Pablo, Pablo here uh, <laughs> fixed the uh, electricity for me. The, <laughs> the uh, inverter had actually completely kaput. Uh, we ended up buying a new one and putting a new inverter in. Um, yeah, there was there was some there was some issues, and I remember coming around here a couple of times, and you were just like, <laughs> "It's, it's, it's." Uh, I uh, love living here. You said yeah. to me, "I love living here," but it's such a pain, you know, things that you take for granted. Yeah, that can just go wrong. Like, and we were literally having that conversation, and the power went out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you've made a decision, right? Well, pa- Pablo would come around, and, he, and he'd be like. Oh, it's not that bad, you know. You'll fix it, this and that. Meanwhile, he's going home to a fully set up house, <laughs> <laughs> nice and warm and <laughs> ready to go. Yeah. No, it was. It, it, I'm so glad I got over that period in the beginning. Yeah, uh, like was, it, was the there a period problem. there where you you feel like you might have pulled the Absol- pin on it? Abs- oh no, no, no! I was never at a point where I was going to pull a pin on okay. it. But there, there was a, a probably a week, one full week period where. I was not liking the situation that I was in. <laughs> I was not liking it at all. Um, yeah, I was right. committed. I was definitely committed to, to seeing it through and setting it up and at least doing it for a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was tough. What I'm finding now, as time has gone on, yeah. is that, it, and I'm not even, I'm not saying this with any word of a lie. I feel like I love this more and more every single day I'm here, literally. Yeah. Mm. It is the most incredible experience I've ever done. Um, my expenses are rock bottom. I, 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 it cost me nothing to to live, literally. Yeah. I just feed myself. Rent is ridiculously cheap. You're, um, you're in a good situation here. A very good friend of yours um, owns this property, and he just leases you this uh, portion of land on his on his paddock, basically, right? I would yeah. I would actually say that that is probably the number one key. To making something like this work 
is finding uh, uh, the right location where you will um, live with someone that is going to uh, that you're going to get along with. Yeah. Uh, if 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 I was living here with a person I did not get along with, yeah. Gee, you know that'd be tough. I'd probably be out the door already. <laughs> yeah. You know, but um, so that has been a major key. Yeah. Probably the, the most important thing uh, in this whole venture is is finding someone that that you can uh, live live with and that they can live with you so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's an interesting i mean you say live with right but you're not living with them you you know you're sharing common yes. services right um <coughs> yeah know, for for example you know water isn't uh tapped here right so you have to siphon water out of the tanks that the that your owner has um in order to fit supply uh this this caravan that's right, right yeah um, uh, but um, you know, it segues into the fact that you are alone, the fact that you are living in a paddock, right? Um, how does that sit with you? Like, I, I know uh, you have in, in the past lived in certain arrangements that are creepy. I'll, I'll use the term creepy, where mm. where you know you, you you're by yourself for extended periods of time in in um, very oh, so, very mm. isolated sort of areas. Well, but but where you know where you are now, it's like you're in a paddock, and you're by yourself, and you can't really call anyone if something goes wrong. Like, what's that like? Is it? I mean, is yeah. So so basically, the, the first thing that everyone should probably know about me is that I, I'm a loner. Yeah. There, I don't. I don't. That's that's probably the best. The the the, the most ideal time for me is to be home alone with my dogs. Yeah, chilling out, watching YouTube or some video. That that is the best time for me. Yeah, man. The best possible time ever. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, it, obviously being alone, uh, there are certain situations you, you might find yourself in where you feel a little spooked out about certain things. You know, you'll hear a noise. Um. But, uh, you know, <laughs> many times... Yeah, sorry, go on. I'm just yeah. laughing at like, the way you're underplaying all of this. <laughs> we, in fact, have well, plans to, f- to, to have a podcast solely dedicated yeah. to some of those experiences you're yeah. talking about. And yeah, this is yeah, not yeah. something some that I'm overselling by any... Like, this, this fucking... Uh, <laughs> uh, you, the, you see the grey hairs forming on my head as we record this, okay? <laughs> we, I promise you we have a Campfire Tales episode coming yeah. that we are going to rock your proverbial socks with some of the shit <laughs> yeah. that Carlos has experienced um, living here living yeah. here and and it's some other places yeah. yeah okay resume your so this is this episode mundane is, retelling is, of your uh, existence <laughs> it, this this episode is not about no it's not mm, about that. that we're talking about I, living in a yeah, in I would a, like to share well, one thing that mm. happened to us you know oh yeah collectively like we were the probably six or eight of us in the backyard around the bonfire and one of us noticed some lights up in the hill now um nothing unusual about that at first glance but the more we observed these lights in the hill we realized that like there doesn't appear to be any conceivable way 
that a human being could travel at the light that these at the speed that these lights were traveling at across the hill it's very peculiar it's it, um it literally looked like somebody had a torch in their hand yeah they were shining it up in the tree yeah and then they would just zip to one point of the the mountain and then zip to another point of the mountain these, these lights were more <laughs> sort of orby like the more present no, they the were torch. directed directed light right. yeah they were, yeah they were kind of like like a torch you know and shining you, could, you could see it the way that they were sort of moving it around mm. you know mm. so we you know if you can imagine the headlight of a motorbike is probably the closest logical explanation that we can find for this because if the headlight of a motorbike is traveling through the bush and it's turning down some tight tracks or something it's it's you know waving around in the air and you can that's the effect that we saw mm. but the speed that it was moving right now we're we're talking about we're talking about like about a kilometer right because you know with the with the perspective angle we're looking at the side of this hill about a kilometer right this light would zip from here to there in the span of maybe 10 seconds yeah right not even like quicker than that maybe quicker than that i, I would say yeah. like a microsecond so like yeah look it was it was super quick <sighs> there was like five of us too the way I the way I the way I equate some of these tales, if you're anybody, any one of our listeners are familiar with Skinwalker Ranch, <laughs> that's how Skinwalker I'm. Skinwalker Ranch, yeah. Right, this is where I'm equating it, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. We will we will definitely have a a, a podcast dedicated to this because you're quite an, you've had some quite amazing circumstances mm. happen where you've got to observe and given your personality you know you, you you're similar to pablo and i in the sense that you like to watch and see and mm. try and draw a rational conclusion um so look forward to that yeah back to living in a tiny home though yeah. i mean yes. some, what you've done well, here is like i said earlier about you know a lot of people um they don't they don't plan and they like the ones that do plan to live like this are unique characters like you said you enjoy your own company um i enjoy my own company um this yeah. for me is like super appealing i'm loving this lifestyle that you've painted so far right? <laughs> like this is and and yeah it's definitely nice, yeah. like with the with that change of lifestyle from your atypical home you're going to have some issues and you've sort of come through those and i imagine like anything else the longer you're in a place you get to learn its personality and you yeah. learn the nature of mm. the place where you're staying that's an interesting concept that you feel like this home has a personality carlos Mm, yeah it does yeah very interesting it definitely yeah. does yeah. walking in here definitely. i was like yeah this is nice <laughs> this is sweet yeah that's cool right on so like in in, in effect your mm. your home becomes like another uh friend or something mm. like it becomes a an, oh it's it's definitely a friend like yeah you know uh, uh, this is my favorite like that's the best way I can. It's just my most favorite place to be. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Um, and I don't think I've ever really. Like, a, a home is home. Yeah. But this place is like. 
Yeah. Home I don't plus even know how to explain it. It's, <laughs> it's just incredible. It's yeah. yeah. It's it's like I, I used it's to like have camping because I'm, I'm quite a camper. I love camping. Well, yeah. the last time As we you know, saw you, that's right. We were camping. Yeah. So it's like camping in luxury, twenty four seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's 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 just a, it's and, and and it's it's at, at no sacrifice either. Like yeah, I've got everything here, um, that that you have in house. There's, there's a toilet, a bathroom. Yeah, there's toilet, a fridge. bathroom, fridge, cooktop, uh, cook oven, microwave, oven, dishwasher, dishwasher, barbecue on the deck. Um, TV. Do you watch TV? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, what I do is I I, I, I watch YouTube or yeah. Netflix or something like that, you and I can actually it. connect it to yeah. the TV here. Right. Uh, and I just lay, sit, chill out on the lunch, uh, on the lounge here, or this actually folds out into a bed. I'll, I'll oh, lay sweet. here and nice and nice. just chill out and watch movies. And many nights I've I've actually fallen asleep here. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. And, nice. Uh, awesome. Yeah. In nearly any other circumstance, this doesn't work though. Is what I've been thinking about say again sorry in nearly any other circumstance oh this doesn't work um what do you mean well it would be i couldn't live with somebody in a place like this oh yeah oh, well that's yeah. that's a good point it, we well the only the biggest issue if two people were living here is probably the toilet yes um the toilet is it's quite a um obstacle exercise <laughs> it's quite an exercise to empty every single time um, it, it, it's got to be one of the things not you, pleasant you don't like about living here right because like you know you, after the teething problems and everything I feel yeah. like you love living here tell us some of the things you don't like about living yeah, here so, so if, you, if you were to do something like this the, the things you could expect are you know like, like the water I've got a 400 litre water tank which lasts, lasts about 5 days so every 5 days I've got to fill that tank up which is an easy thing to do, but it's it's something extra. Yeah. And yes. you know, if you think like the like the amount of times I've been late to work, and I need to have a shower, and <laughs> you're thinking to yourself, you do not have a second to spare right now, and you run out of water. It is not a good and feeling. You're all soaked up. And you're running outside <laughs> with soap in your hair, <laughs> you know, towel wrapped around you, filling up the bloody water tank. Um, so there there are situations like that that are very uncomfortable uh i wouldn't say i fixed most of the electrical issues now the the main issue is just a caravan isn't set up to power anything in the way that a house is a house has very solid cables running to every power point yeah in a caravan everything is a little bit more light duty so there's been a little bit of adjustment period there, and 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 I I fixed most of those issues. I, I put an extra 15 amp plug, so I've got two 15 amp plugs running into this house now. Mm. That's fixed a lot of the problems, but occasionally, I'll you got to do things in certain sequences. Like <laughs> you can't have the microwave on the same time you have the dishwasher on and the and the washing machine on. You can have two of them on, but not not all three of them. <laughs> uh, you know you can't have all three. I got three air conditioners here. You can't have all three of them on and something else. <laughs> like uh, even, and, and, even a light. And you'll actually find that you'll, you'll get about four hours use out of the air cons before it trips. And then you'll have to go outside, untrip it, and it'll run for about another four hours after that. <laughs> so there's, there's little uncomfortable things like that, 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 that. And actually, I could fix that problem, um, but you know it doesn't bother me that much. 
it's not that often really it, it hasn't been a very hot summer maybe next year I might do something about it but the toilet that's another one emptying the toilet every single time the sewage the black water <coughs> all yeah all, all the uh, you know that that's got to be emptied and tipped out uh, into a toilet um, which is a, a massive pain not a very pleasant thing to do either <laughs> admittingly though it does get less bothering every time you do it and I know that sounds strange well, but you get used it, to the it, more right? you do something yeah. the, the easier it starts to become um, I have a little story with the, the toilet <laughs> that, 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 should I tell it now or yeah no because like we're, we're about okay. 50 minutes into this we episode, need a practical so, uh, example yeah. of this shit emptying experience okay so there, there, there's it, it's a little hard to explain without actually going out there and having a look but basically there, there's a tube that comes we'll down some b-roll there's like a tube that comes down and it comes out here um, like an L-shape yeah like an L-shape yeah there's also a plug here the, when you pull the plug out it opens up the drain to start draining the, the shit just basically abo- just above the L um, yeah L-shape there's a valve there yeah so this was I think the second time I had done this and I was it's, it's very it's, it's a little complicated because you've got to shut all these valves before you open that one and you got to do all these things right to, Otherwise, to make like, it all work. Otherwise, black water goes up into your other drains and stuff. Which is one of the things I found out the hard <laughs> way. So, so one, one of the things that, that's... It's actually two stories, two events that this happened. Um, I, I forgot to shut the other valves. Yeah. So when I opened the, the shit tank, it filled up all my other tanks. Oh, no. So uh. after I'd realised what I'd done... Uh, long story short it stunk like shit in my house <laughs> for about three weeks all you could smell was sewage throughout the whole house so eventually nice. that that smell went away yeah but the the probably the more and i should probably warn people that don't like disgusting stories at this point this this Spoilers. is a this is the king of disgusting stories um i so 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 i I opened the plunger to the, the, the plug to let all the, the shit out. Nothing was coming out. There's a machine that you connect to the to the pipe to to, to mulch up to mulch up all the poo. Um, I I took it off because nothing was coming out. I thought it might have like something was wrong with it. So I took it off and I'm playing around with it trying to work out what it is. And what what had actually happened was the, it had gotten blocked at the top and as I was mucking around with this machine trying to work out what had happened it unblocked it decided to unblock itself <laughs> and no. it came out with what I can only describe explosive force <laughs> it came out and all over me all inside my mouth oh, I'm talking oh. I literally had a shit shower oh, literally no. so the worst oh. thing was at this stage there was no point going inside and having a shower. I had to finish the whole job. <laughs> then go the inside and have a shower. Oh. Wow. So that was... That was... Horrible. So that was uh, <laughs> very interesting. I've got a pretty strong stomach, but I was pretty damn close to... So King of the Road stopped losing just plummeting. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that might be reason enough oh. for someone not to live in the caravan. <laughs> you literally took shitting yourself to a whole new level. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is what 
plumbers would be hearing the story and they'd be thinking, oh, at least it was normal. your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they probably had other people's shit in there oh, now. We man. did put a call out for a plumber, right? Yeah, the other week. Yeah, 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 to share yeah. some of those types of stories. Yeah. Uh, and I'm waiting for the a whole back from one of my mates, actually. So, yeah. Very yeah. good. Far out. Wow. Okay, so, so, I mean, all in all, the, the pros outweigh the cons. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it, it the more see that what it is the, the reason why it's so daunting in the beginning isn't because it's hard. It is because you it's don't unknown. know what you're doing. Yes, you it's know? unknown. Yeah. So the more known becomes, and 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 the more you know what you're doing, even though it doesn't become joyful, thinking that you have to empty the toilet, it becomes or easier filling up the tank. Yeah. It's it's you've got a system. You follow the system and it just becomes easier and easier and easier and easier. Yeah. In that sense. Yeah. Yeah. And the easier it becomes and the more knowledgeable you are. Uh, I, I know every inch of this place now, you know. And in the beginning, it was just one big daunting experience. Task, yeah. Now, yeah. it's it's. I know this place like the back of my hand now. And when you get to that level, you really start to appreciate where you are. You really start to appreciate your home. You know, and that's something that is very important is the fact that, that I own this outright. I don't owe any money on it. No mortgage. It's, it is mine. Um, you know, I, I pay very little rent. Um, there's, should I tell them how much I pay? Or is that, I don't, sure, sure. Well, I, I, I pay $100 a week. Yeah. And, that's, and that is, that's, you know, without, without a doubt, you know. And, and this... this it, it also includes water The beautiful as well, thing... Because it, it's rainwater and... and he doesn't charge me for that, which is fantastic. It allows you to run your, you know, boat flipping business from here as That's well, right? Because right? there's a paddock, and you know, as you saw in the drone shots, you know, there's there's bunch of boats, you know, all lined up down there, and you know, you sell those boats. So like, it's just it's a perfect arrangement. And perfect camper trailers. Yeah. And, and camper trailers mm. now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, you know, I spend like. Maybe a hundred and fifty dollars a week in food. All right, maybe more like three hundred. <laughs> but, um, <Take> <laughs> <yeah. laughs> but you know, it's 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 minuscule. Like where where I was paying, uh, I was I was paying three hundred and fifty dollars where I was living mm. uh, before. Um, so well, shout out if to you that, think about it, shout out to that Chinese restaurant at Tugra. How good is that Chinese oh, restaurant? Yeah, it, um, like almost every a paid spot. No, no. I just want to. I just want to give it a plug, eh? Hey, give like, it a go. That that Chinese called, restaurant, um, Tugra, something Dragon or something. I don't know. Like near the Woolworths. Oh, um, oh inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, got yeah. some good food there. Yeah. Chinese oh, banquet. Chinese banquet. That's yeah, what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Chinese banquet. If you got time, check go it down out. there and, and order crispy beef. Oh, the crispy beef. Yeah. Mm. It is. It is delish. So Actually, good. Uh, we could order that tonight if you guys can. Shout out to all our vegan friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, veggie beef, crispy, crispy veggie maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the crispy lettuce or something. Yeah. Right crispy on. not beef. <laughs> no, right on, Carlos. Yeah. I, I, you know what, like. Oh, if if I didn't have commitments, this is the type of thing I would be doing. Yes, There's yeah. no two ways about that. I mean, a lot of people told me that, yeah. And and you know, you're in a unique position, so like, it's important to enjoy that, right? Like, yeah, far out. Yeah, and uh, he's still. I think he's enjoying it. So, mate, you're living the life. Yeah, absolutely. Living, living the the golden life, mate. 
Um, so, thank you for having dogs, us in your home. Look how cute this today, dog is coming, guys. Very <laughs> much appreciate it. Um, we, we appreciate it. It's, 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 you know, we get to give our listeners a view into a, an alternate lifestyle. It's Absolutely. fantastic. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add, Carlos? Uh, I, I might as well tell the parrot story just to end it. Take us out on a parrot so this story. Is, this is something so that could happen anywhere, right? But, like, yeah. you know, it, it's something that happens so here. One, one of the most incredible things about living here is, is all the wildlife. Yeah. You get all sorts of wildlife here. Yeah. Um, but it, it, uh, over to my left here, we've got these massive uh, pine trees. We'll get some B-roll there yeah. too. <laughs> and we get all sorts of types of parrots that come out and they start eating all the pine cones and chucking them on the ground. Anyway, there's these black, beautiful... Black-crested um, cockatoos. Yeah, we, they've got like a yellow stripe on their heads. Um, beautiful, beautiful cockatoo. And um, uh, basically what they do is... Uh, they do the same thing every other cockatoo does but what i can't help but notice is that every time i walk under there they on purpose try <laughs> to throw and aim these pine cones at me and they hurt and when, when they're falling from that distance up high they they can cause some serious damage seriously uh and and they make a noise that that i can only describe as laughing yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's quite they evil. They know actually. what they're doing. <laughs> very, very evil. So, not everyone approves of your lifestyle. <laughs> well, I, I remember I came around one time and you parked your car there, and and you said, "Oh shit, I got to move my car because <laughs> because they throw stuff down on the yeah. car, right? <laughs> they damage it. They put a few dents on the bonnet. What a up. <laughs> Far yeah. out. That's a nice story." Yeah. Um, all right. Nice way to end the night. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you very we much for having us. We will be back next week with uh, another, 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 yeah. another, another, another. <laughs> yeah. Welcome aboard. Welcome, Welcome aboard. aboard.